This episode is sponsored by Santa Cruz Works, your connection to our area's thriving tech and business community. With over 5,000 members, Santa Cruz Works gives you access, the largest monthly tech events, solutions for your startups and businesses, connections to the hottest jobs, and the latest news about local companies, their stories and best practices. Subscribe free to the Santa Cruz Works weekly newsletter today, santacruzworks.org slash podcast. (laughs) Among the bungalows and motels of Santa Cruz's lower ocean neighborhood is a white one-story building. It's on East Cliff Drive, across from the San Lorenzo River. It kind of looks like a house, but it's actually the headquarters of Nueva Vista Community Resources. The program runs a homework club. They also help people apply for things like food stamps, housing, and jobs. It's a chilly afternoon in January. Nueva Vista's food pantry is open. Instead of a car in the garage, there's dozens of bags of potatoes, grapefruits, onions, and apples. Families drop in to pick up their bags. I'm here to listen to Lower Ocean and Beach Flats residents. I want to hear their priorities for the March 3 Santa Cruz City Council elections. I think the priority for everybody's safety and homeless, needles. That's Nayeli Lopez, she's 36. She lives in Lower Ocean with her family. She cleans homes for a living. You know, I got two kids and they were so happy to surf, they quit. Because the, the beach is dirty, we went to the beach and then we step in the needle, my husband, and then it's a big concern because they cannot use the park anymore, not neither the beach or, you know, be outdoors because all the needles, all the homeless, all the dirt, and, and we're paying taxes to live in paradise. Paradise. I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman. And I'm Stephen Baxter. This is Santa Cruz Local. Over 10 days in January, our team interviewed more than 200 people across Santa Cruz County. We wanted to hear their priorities for the upcoming election. We attended or hosted more than a dozen community events. We went to farmers markets, coffee shops, women's groups, and a neighborhood meeting. Our goal? Listen to ordinary people, the voices you normally don't hear at a city council meeting or online. We use the interviews to create a list of questions for the local candidates in the March 3rd election. You'll hear their answers in our next few episodes. We're covering the District 1 and 2 supervisors races and the Santa Cruz City Council races. So we've zeroed in on voters from Live Oak, Soquel, The Summit, Aptos, Coralitos, La Selva Beach, and Santa Cruz. We asked everyone we met, what do you want local candidates to talk about as they compete for your vote? Oh my God, porque, madre mía, ya no podemos pagar la renta. Esther Aguirre, another woman I met at Nueva Vista. She wants local government to do something about her rent. It's just too much, she says. And she wants more housing development in her neighborhood. Esther and her husband share a one-bedroom apartment in Lower Ocean. They live with their two adult children. Esther was a housekeeper until she was in a car accident. She can't work anymore. Now she's on Social Security. The family pays $2,200 in rent. 
My interpreter is Oscar Rios, who runs a Spanish translation group. My dream is to have uh, more jobs, uh, you know, and everything. There will be more work and also the, the housing issue. That, that would be. And a lot of things would get better here. The community would be better. Housing was the most common theme we heard from our interviews. We heard somewhat of a generational divide, too. Roughly speaking, younger voters were more urgent in their call for affordable housing development. On a Sunday morning overlooking the water at Pleasure Point, we spoke to Jeremy McGurr. He's a 25-year-old, he's an arborist, and he lives in Live Oak. With a lot of the jobs around the local area, it's hard to pay for or afford to live here. And as a young professional, being able to ever attain affordable housing seems like it's a looming goal, like it'll never be achievable, especially in this area where you have to make hundreds of thousands in order to be able to afford a house. Jobs would definitely help. I'd like more affordable housing though. It seems like everyone who maybe bought houses here 30, 20 plus years ago is really who owns the, the real estate here. The top themes we heard were housing, homelessness, the environment, and jobs. For the city of Santa Cruz, discord on the city council was another top theme. For Aptos, Live Oak, Soquel, and the surrounding areas, traffic was also a top concern. Beyond that, people talked about not feeling safe. Many also were fed up with bike thefts and car break-ins. We also heard a desire for more diversity in Santa Cruz and in Santa Cruz County. We heard from some of you why you care about plans for the downtown library, from others, we heard about the future you'd like to see on the county's rail line. Speaking of the future, here's Tamara Mitnick. We heard from her at the Aptos Farmer's Market at Cabrillo College. Um, I care about that everyone has the health care that they need um, and that everyone should be treated equally. And I don't know, what other political problems are there? You were passionate about the environment. Oh yeah, global warming is a big problem right now. Tamar is 10. She lives in Aptos. She says she surfs and she cares about the environment. Um, because, you know, it's my future and this is the world that we're going to grow up in. And the future that we're going to live in for the rest of our lives. So, hope it's a good one. Of the 200 plus people we interviewed, about a quarter said they wanted our local government to be a leader on environmental policy. Here's Aptos resident Kathy McDell. We also met her at the Aptos Farmer's Market. I'm 67 years old, so whatever happens before I die, even though it's going to be horrible, it's not going to be anything compared to what's going to happen to my eight-year-old grandson. I feel like we're really screwing up. We're not paying attention. We're not doing what we need to do, and the kids are going to suffer. back in the studio. We're here with our community engagement intern, Natalia Drescher. Natalia, you helped us compile these more than 200 interviews. What surprised you? I wasn't particularly surprised by any of the individual themes, but the nuance that people went into was really intriguing. So for example, with housing, 
Generally speaking, many younger people were worried about whether or not they'd have a place to live here. They wanted more development, more housing, and generally many older people were worried that having more development and more housing could change the vibe of their neighborhoods that they've lived in for decades. One of the memorable interviews I had actually was with my father-in-law, Ralph Myberg. I interviewed him for about 15 minutes when we set up open newsroom office hours at the downtown farmer's market. Um, And we talked about sort of a generational gap on views towards housing. He said he wished that people fresh to Santa Cruz would realize how much effort it took to preserve the environment, to build livable neighborhoods. He said, think about what the alternative would have been. San Jose sprawl, he said. Brave of you to speak of your in-laws in this context of this survey. Don't put that in. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really interesting to have, uh, you know, like a heady discussion. Ralph was involved in the 70s, 80s, and 90s in a lot of the environmental movements here in Santa Cruz. He fought development in multiple ways over the years in favor of parks and open spaces. Stephen, what was one of your most memorable interviews? A lot of people said they didn't feel safe. A lot of people said they avoid going to downtown Santa Cruz to shop, for instance, because of homeless people or what they feel is a criminal element of some kind. One interview that stood out was a woman who lives by 41st Avenue in Portola in a mobile home park, and she said that her quality of life has suffered because of people on the street and yelling and bad behavior in general. Natalia, what was one of your most memorable interviews? One particularly moving interview that I had was with a teenager who had been homeless and he was talking about how this past year he slept at the Ross camp for a while and it was important to him to have a place where he could go to feel safe and not be judged while his home life wasn't the best. Like many of the other people that we interviewed, he was talking about dignity of homeless people and how the government should be doing more to provide safe places and services for homeless people. Kara, you also went to the La Selva Beach Improvement Association, which is kind of like a neighborhood group there. What happened? Yeah, we got invited to host some open newsroom office hours at the La Selva Beach Clubhouse. I interviewed about 11 people there. The most common theme I heard was traffic. It wasn't the top concern for everybody, but almost everybody brought it up and how it plays a role in their day to day. The second theme I heard was actually eucalyptus trees. Um, Many people were concerned about the fall risk of eucalyptus branches and the fire risk and wanted to know how the county was going to deal with them. The last thing I heard from La Selva Beach was bus lines. Uh, Recently, Metro cut its bus service there and several residents were frustrated about that. On a recent Sunday afternoon, the three of us sat around a table and tallied all the results. We came up with four issues that were most common in the city of Santa Cruz and districts one and two in the county. So we came up with a list of four questions to press these candidates on. The first question is, what is the problem with the way the city or county has been handling homelessness? What homeless policy would you push forth? Second question. Families are leaving Santa Cruz County because of the high cost of living. Many want more jobs and higher wages. How would you address that need? Number three. 
Many of the people we interviewed said they want Santa Cruz to be more of a leader on environmental policy. Some of the things we heard were more bike lanes, composting programs, and better public transit. What are two environmental policies you will push to agendize this year? Question four. One of the most common concerns we heard was housing. Candidates often say they're for affordable housing, but we want to know what that means for you. What types of specific housing developments would you support, and where could they be in the city or county of Santa Cruz? This question was just for city council candidates. Several people we spoke to are frustrated with division on city council and what they see as a lack of progress. Can you give an example of when you worked successfully with someone you didn't agree with? This question was just for county supervisor candidates. Nearly everyone we talked to said traffic is their biggest daily problem. What specific projects would you push to address traffic? So stay tuned for our elections episodes. We have four episodes coming at you within the next two weeks. If you haven't already, sign up for our newsletter. We'll tell you when we drop those episodes. Newsletter sign up is at santacruzlocal.org. Special thanks to our Guardian Level members, Elizabeth and David Doolin, Patrick Riley, Chris Necklison, and the Kelly family. Also special thanks to Steven's haircut. (laughs) That's awkward. It's been great. (laughs) I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman. I'm Steven Baxter. And I'm Natalia Drescher. Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local.